Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Gabby, and welcome or welcome back to I Am The Storm podcast. Uh, Today's episode does not have a title, or at least I haven't thought of one yet, so of course, whatever you clicked on is what I decided, but um, I'm actually sitting here the night before it's going up and just very much determined to get this up, and it's really just a stream of my consciousness um, as of lately. I started writing this, I think a day or two ago. Um, If you don't know, I write out my episodes for the most part, except for uh, I think the previous two were more of rambles uh, and just me like freely talking, which I enjoy doing. However, the ADHD, the unmedicated ADHD really gets me going. So I I prefer to have like some sort of script, not... um, not completely written out or at least in season one I I didn't write it all the way out I would do like bullets and elaborate as I went um and in this season I've actually experimented a little bit more with like just writing full things out but nevertheless I started writing this um throughout this week I just had thoughts coming to me and I really wanted to uh get them out and just like develop them further which is something that happens to me constantly where I'm like oh this is a cool concept like let's go ahead and see if this is something that could be cool on the podcast like can I develop it farther enough to make it a a topic or a subtopic so that is what today's episode is going to entail so if you guys are ready I'm ready and we're just going to get into it so to kick it off what I originally started with um as my initial concept that I built off of was acknowledging your value is accepting your impermanence. So this is like my TED talk, I guess. And so we're replaceable, basically. And not you as a person, so like your soul, your mind, um, but your skills, your presence in a way. Um, In a moment of reflection of myself as a graphic designer, I came upon this idea um, and I just wanted to expand upon it with you guys. So just hang in there with me, okay? Because I struggle a lot with my identity as a designer and specifically a graphic designer, mostly because I have no formal training in graphics and I have basically no knowledge of the Adobe suite. Um, I have a hard time acknowledging my value and talent in what I do because compared to other graphic designers, I'm a beginner and I don't know that much. Um, But of course, to keep myself afloat, like everybody else, I remind myself that I still possess more skill than, you know, the average Joe. I know more than most people do. Um, And that's what I wanted to highlight here because in the process of evaluating my skill level, I find myself comparing myself to others. And that's where I find my value. And that's what I wanted to change. And that's what I wanted to call out, like kind of and talk about because um, we've already talked about comparison on here before. And we know that people are not supposed to be compared, right? We're all beautifully and wonderfully and individually made, right? So Why does the process of finding and acknowledging my value in a particular field include comparison? Because if we're all being completely honest here, there's always going to be somebody better than you at something. There's always going to be somebody that's not as good as you at that particular, you know, skill or field or whatever it is. In comparison of those facts right there, because that's a fact, 
does not produce any new information that we don't already know, right? There's no no new information to digest. And so what I want to introduce is that the acceptance that we're replaceable is, you know, I know it's a hard pill to swallow, okay? (laughs) And so we all like to think that we're the main character because we are of our own story, of course, um, and that our presence can't ever be replaced. And um, I hate to be the one to say it, but we kind of are replaceable. Um, (laughs) And of course, when I say this, I'm not talking about you as a person, um, not your soul, not your heart, not your mind, but your talents, your professions, um, even in some of the roles that you play in different relationships, you're replaceable. And in that thought, I realized the issue comes when you identify yourself as the things that you do. And I think we all do this just because of the way society is and um, the society that we're in. And we all just identify with um, the things that we used to like describe ourselves are just our, our traits, our personality. And um, I heard part of this concept while I was listening to Meet the Perrys, which is another podcast. It's a Christian podcast. And they were talking about a completely different topic, but I, I like the concept of it. And so I'm not diving into the topic, but for them, they mentioned how with homosexuality, the identity piece is something that came much later in human history. Because even in the Bible, and I put in here the Old Testament because I don't want to be wrong. Don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure. Um, But homosexuality is described as acts. Like a person that practices homosexuality is not not as a a person that is a homosexual. And I'm going to let that sit for a second. And so, um, like I said, I'm not going down this rabbit hole. (laughs) I'm not going down this path today. um, Because this is just a whole other topic that I do not want to take on. Um, But I'm going to apply this logic to my identity as a designer. Because I can see that I'm a person that practices graphic design, but I'm not a graphic designer. I'm a person. And when I attach my identity to, um, to what I do, that's where I fall down the rabbit hole of attaching my skill level to my worth. And if a person, you know, picked up painting today, you wouldn't base their value as a person off of their painting experience if they were identifying themselves as a painter. Um, and so, we, we we can all have these skills and talents that we excel in, of course, but I think it might be important to take a step back every now and then and detach yourself from the skills that you possess and the things that you do and really evaluate, you know, who you are as a person and your value without these things. And so follow me with this next analogy, but like if you're a fourth grade teacher, who are you outside of teaching? And it's like, I ask because I want to find the value in your life from within, not in what you project to the world. Is teaching, you know, a ministry of yours? Sure. Great. We all need teachers. And if you lost your job tomorrow, somebody is still going to come in and replace you the next week. And so bear with me, you know, as I keep going down this analogy, But even if you are an amazing teacher, you have a great relationship with your students, 
if you were replaced by another teacher, guess what? Those kids are still going to learn and advance to the next grade. What makes you special is the impact that you leave. It's not, it's not how well you can teach kids to remember the periodic table or the 50 states or anything like that. It's the emotional impact that you can leave on them. And that comes from your heart, if you get what I'm saying. And I'm going to leave the teacher analogy alone. But this concept helped me um, take a step back as I reflect on my positions um, and understand that my value is not in the skills that I possess necessarily, but they're in my heart. Um, That sounds so cheesy, but it's hard as a creative, of course, to detach myself from my work because I love it so much. And um, creativity, of course, is a personality trait, like being a creative is a personality trait. Um, in a way of life in some ways, but for my sanity, sometimes I just have to leave the labels alone and try to detach to, um, get a better understanding of like who Gabby is. And so that's kind of it for that first little blob. And, um, the next thought I really wanted to tackle was imposter syndrome. Um, cause this little bug keeps coming to find me. Um, and I don't know if it's just me being young and doing a lot while also being young. Um, but I just feel like I know nothing. <laughs> I feel like I'm very unqualified and, um, you know, different opportunities, new and cool opportunities keep coming my way. And all I can think about is how I'm not qualified enough to fulfill the place for it or fulfill the position. Um, and I know that that's just the seed of doubt being planted in my mind Uh, but the devil's a liar. (laughs) And I was just thinking about this on my way home from work today, even with this podcast. Sometimes I feel like I have nothing new to say or any good advice, or like I even know enough information to even, you know, give anybody like, I'm not qualified to say anything. Um, and I remembered that giving into those thoughts of doubt is, giving into exactly what the devil would want me to think. Um, and so if I, you know, if I was to start believing all of those negative thoughts about myself, um, and stop doing this podcast, I might miss the opportunity to bless just that one person that might need it. And that's of course all, you know, what this is all about. And so I have to remind myself all the time that this is bigger than myself. This is bigger than me. Um, that's a lot of what I do and I, and I'm sure plenty of you resonate with that as well. Um, and so if you do struggle with this, of course, imposter syndrome is a whole nother topic. Um, literally could be its own episode, but I just suggest remembering that too. And I know I sound like a crazy, like church lady, church mother, when I start talking like this and I'm like, when those intrusive thoughts creep in, I literally will say out loud, like the devil is a liar. (laughs) like and I promise if you say it it works just call your thoughts out and that does take me into my last bit of a tangent for the day um I'm not keeping y'all long today and that is that the things that you say really freaking matter okay and if you want the secular version of this message read the book Un-F Yourself um I listened to it because I don't read, um, but it, it was a short little audiobook. And if you need me to pull out the Bible on you, 
I got scripture for it too. Proverbs 18.21. Okay, King James Version. I got it for you right here. Don't worry. You ain't got to look it up. I got it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So let me break both of these down for you real quick. Okay. So the book. It's a long explanation uh, basically of a kind of harsh version. <laughs> um, even though a lot of y'all need that. And that's no shade. Just an observation. Tough love is real love. Sometimes. Sometimes. But the entire book is literally about reframing your thinking and your habits. Um, and a way to live better. And um, be more productive. Just have a happier life. Just reframing your brain. Based off of how you say things. Um, and your habits and things like that. Now for the scripture, okay, you can't argue with scripture. You can't argue with the word. So <laughs> the part I want you to pay attention to is the second half of that scripture. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You see, God was gracious enough to give us free will. Um, so you can say what you want. You really can. Uh, whatever you decide, you will eat the fruit of. And that basically means... Um, that's what you're going to get. So if you let every negative and intrusive thought slip out of your mouth, you'll get the return on that. And of course, vice versa. And while I feel like I sound harsh right now, I don't want you to think that I think that I'm holier than thou or better than anyone because I spew out positivity all the time. I simply want you to know that it does work. It's hard, but it works. And it's one of those things that like, your therapist will tell you that you won't do or you know won't put the work in for but it truly does make a difference I'm not a therapist <laughs> I feel like I have to say that but um yeah I just want you to to know that it it does work and so and it takes time um it takes a lot of time to reframe your brain and sometimes you sound and feel like a broken record and that's fine. But after a while, it's just how you start to think. And of course, I still, you know, have to catch myself on a daily basis and correct what I've said. And with that, you start to uh, become more positive, honestly, as a whole. And that just starts to show up in different ways that you didn't think were even correlated. But like, even talking about people negatively is something that I don't really do anymore. Um, or as much. I'm not a saint. <laughs> Although I'm not going to get on here and lie. That's one thing I will not do. Um, but, you know, of course, it's something that I'm working on. But, you know, it's like you, I won't call people out of their names. Um, or, or especially out of, um, in gossip or a heat of rage or from a place of hurt. Uh, and this has honestly helped me regulate my emotions a lot. Uh, a lot better as a whole because when you don't vocalize every minor inconvenience as it comes up they start like they stop bothering you after a while and I always joke with my friends um because out of the group I somehow have to like I'm the person that doesn't have road rage we always just say like I have road commentary <laughs> like I, you know for other people if you, if somebody pulls out in front of you and you're going and you're speeding, they would be cussing Leah 
And, <laughs> and you know, for me, I'm just like, if you're going to pull out in front of me, you better go. Like, that's, that's the most that you're going to get out of me in the car. And so it's always the fun, like, you know, the funny joke of that I have road commentary. It's because I just don't get bothered by little things as easily anymore. And this is coming from me. Like I'm a brat or I was a lot more of a brat of reduce my brattiness, but I seriously would throw a fit every time like something would not go my way, which isn't cute by the way, like not at all, but I just, the whole world revolved around Gabby. And so when I say this, I want you to, you know, to get an understanding of where I used to be and how I am now. And I'm trying to give you kind of the, the, the path of how we got here. And this is a huge part of it. Um, and so I just, um, don't throw fit anyway, like anymore. Um, or I just remember that what, like what's in my span of control are those three things that I always talk about is, um, what, what you do, your actions, how you respond to things and what you decide to participate in. That's it. Nothing else. So I just, it, it's not in my span of control. I don't worry about it. And then I replace the bad words that I want to say when I hit traffic and I'm running late already. And I just thank God instead. I replace those words with thank you, Jesus, for protecting me. Because who knows if I didn't hit that traffic, I might've ended up in an accident. Or I would have never crossed paths with that one person that I was supposed to cross paths with in that, you know, particular second. Like, you don't know. You don't know. So I just, in those moments, instead of um, expressing any sort of um, anger, it's just like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Um, and just keep it pushing. And it's just expressing gratitude instead of um, vocalizing the inconvenience or uh, the frustration and so there basically are just a lot of little switches that are worth implementing and I promise like I'm not lying and I know I sound so corny and cheesy when I say these things but most importantly like give yourself grace at the end of the day because this stuff does take time and it's hard to um it's hard to implement these things but I always say choose your hard because living a depressed life is very hard too and I can say that because I've been there I know what it's like. That is a very hard life. So choose your hard. I personally would rather choose the hard that it is to correct myself when I'm, you know, when I let a negative thought slip out and I say something and speak it into the, the universe. That's hard, but I'd rather do that than to go back to the hard that is not wanting to be here. So choose your hard. Um, and so all in all, that's it for today. Um, I thank you guys for listening to my thoughts. Um, of course, as always, if you want to hear any more, I have plenty of episodes you can go listen to. Um, feel free to subscribe, uh, share the podcast, download it, leave a review, all those fun things that I'm supposed to say, I guess. (laughs) Um, if you don't want to miss the next one, just follow me on Instagram where I post updates on my story at GabsRC. And I am back on Instagram now, guys. So go show me some love because I'm back on the gram. Anywho, but I will talk to you guys next week. I thank you so, so much. And have a great rest of your week. Love you. Bye.